Hey, Brown Beauties. Welcome to Well Honestly, the podcast sponsored by Brown Women Wellness. I'm Andretta, a functional nutrition wellness coach. And I'm Akila. We are your mother-daughter hosts, bringing two different generations together weekly to educate you on all things related to health, nutrition, financial, and mental wellness during these changing times. Once we know what choices we have, we can do better because we know the struggle to stay healthy is real. We invite you to come as you are, but leave inspired to become your best healthy self. So let's get started. Yo, 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 Andretta. Hello there, Akila. Hello from Chicago. Hello from the hot, hot, hot state of Texas. <laughs> it's a balmy 88 degrees. <sighs> okay. Sunny, oh but okay. it's going to rain later, so it's going to get muggy. See, that makes I me hate. feel better because you guys oh. do get a lot of rain. Well, we're in the rainy season, but um, I'm going to take this because apparently there's a such thing as the dog days of summer. It's like a literal thing. And um, it gets so hot, you can't even go outside. So I'm not looking forward to that. I remember those days. Okay. <laughs> I remember those. I used to live there, so oh I know Oh, my it. gosh. Oh, it's 61 degrees. degrees. And the sun is... Sh- at least the sun is shining here in Chicago. Actually, was- 61 is better than 45. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this is May. But this is actually technically June. By the time they hear this podcast, we'll be June. It'll be snowing, too, in Chicago. All right. Okay. Sure. All right. That's enough. That's enough talking about Chicago. Okay. All right. Today, <laughs> let's talk about what we're going to talk about. The day is going to be fun. This is the... I call it sexy conversation. Oh, child. Now, you, now yeah. you're thinking what we're about to talk about is it sexy. It is, because we're going to talk about herbs and spices. That's hilarious to me. Oh, I love herbs. We're going we're gonna to knock out the top 10 spices and herbs that you have probably in your medicine cabinet already. Medicine you, cabinet? Yeah, well, if it's not, okay, yo, is that old school? Medicine yeah, cabinet? Yeah, ma. Ah, did I just date myself with <laughs> yeah, the cabinet? Yeah, ma. Medicine, ca- medicine cabinet. Okay, well, in their pantry. I'm sorry. Pantry, girl, it's a medicine cabinet. In their medicine cabinet. Oh, look, it's in my medicine cabinet. It might be in your pantry, but it's in my medicine cabinet. Blessed be. (laughs) Blessed be. (laughs) Got your blessed be. (laughs) So, the top 10 spices and herbs that you need to have in your pantry slash medicine cabinet um, is coming up after we talk about what's in the news, right? Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about that. Uh, Okay, so here's here's the key. All right. I am not picking on McDonald's, but yes, I am picking on McDonald's. Are you still eating at McDonald's? Well, you won't after you realize what they've been feeding your body. (laughs) So uh, all the artificial and synthetic ingredients that are dangerous to us and our children health. So there was an experiment conducted by this British professor, Tim Spector. He ate at McDonald's for just 10 days. Well, he had someone eat at McDonald's for just 10 days. And it showed how 10 days could kill your good bacteria, causing irreversible damage. So he performed an experiment with his son. He used his son. Can you believe this doctor used his son to experiment? <laughs> I, I just read that. I actually can't believe it. I just read that. People do Man, very weird things. The things, things we do in the name of science. Anyway... He was given pretty much McDonald's for 10 days. And so the results was, da, 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 da. after a few days, he had lost the estimated 1,400 species of the beneficial bacteria your body needs. Ooh, okay. 
All right. Well, McDonald purchases over 3.4 billion pounds of pesticide drenched potatoes every year. Y'all know them uh, French fries y'all love so much? Mm-hmm. Ooh, remember McDonald's is famous for their French fries. You know why they're I mean, so they good? good? Yeah, because you're eating pesticides. These chemicals, they include and they include names I cannot pronounce. So I won't they try to pronounce them. They don't digest them. well. Uh, well, hot, uh, hot, obviously, they don't digest well. But the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency even categorized the chemicals as highly toxic and probably carcinogenic. So this is what McDonald's is feeding you kids, guys, in the news. So if you're still going to McDonald's, stop it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just that simple. I know. Sometimes you, you know, I'm still past those golden arches and I look at it because I really feel guilty, Keila, because when you were a child, I ain't gonna lie. You had what, more. What? We grew the, up on McDonald's. And, and those little meals they used to get. Do they, they still to, do Happy Meals? Yeah, I don't know. But of course they probably <laughs> still do. Man, Happy Meals was the babysitter. We, we babysat the we kids with the every, Happy Meals. Every single day after school, we would go and get a Happy Meal from either McDonald's or we would go to Burger King and get something or Rallies. Uh, better known as Not Rallies. It's a wonder you don't have horns growing outside your head. I'm so but glad. I, but but <laughs> I, I always say this to people. Back in my day, in the late, or excuse me, in the early 90s, uh, late 90s, like, it was not the same McDonald's. Not saying that it was, like, way better, but it just, it, it was not the same as today. Um, well, so that's now they're claiming they're, better. Well, they're claiming that they're healthier today than they were back in your day because they changed a lot of their ingredients because people were screaming and hollering. Impossible. And you know what's so crazy is over in Europe, a lot of the ingredients that they use over here in the United States and McDonald's are different because yeah. Europe's, Europe ain't having it. You ain't bringing those those uh, fake mm-hmm. red color food dyes and all that other stuff to Europe. They ain't, they're not having it. So. Uh, the United States, you know, a lot more lenient with what you uh, put in your body, which is probably why we're leading they don't in the sick care, care what you put <laughs> in your body. That's yeah. the main point of difference. But yeah, if if you find yourself uh, going to McDonald's more often than you should, go ahead and um, cold turkey that. It's not even about weaning off or anything. Just stop doing it because it's not worth it. It's, it I'd rather see people eat... <laughs> Oh, well, Wendy's or something. Oh, else no, no, no. Effect. You didn't say Wendy's. Don't I mean, endorse them. I'd rather see certain things over other things. I'm just going to say that. Okay. All right. I think they're all bad. But anyway. They are. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to come back. We're going to take a break. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about how spices and herbs are so misunderstood. Uh, and, and But they are edible nutrition. So we're going to talk about how amazing they can be and help your food become very, very delicious and how we could turn these ingredients into experiences. So we'll be right back. Brown Women Wellness mission is to empower brown women and their families through education and products to help improve their family health and wellness through a lifestyle of easy and actionable steps. I'm Andretta Robinson, functional nutrition wellness coach. In 2008, I was diagnosed with an early stage of cancer. My doctor wanted to remove my womb as a cure, but I was determined there had to be another way. After lots of research, I found a curable alternative, forcing my doctor to treat it without any surgery. And in 2018, I was visiting my aunt in Atlanta after having lost my mother to heart disease and saw her health was in distress with high blood pressure and all things related. A visit to the health food store to formulate herbal teas, which is now called 
Brown Women Wellness anti-inflammation tea and a diet and lifestyle change turned my aunt's health around. I knew I had found my calling. We bring you healthy lifestyle information through our Brown Women Wellness website, our Brown Women Wellness Facebook group, emails, Instagram, and other social media websites, and our Well Honestly podcast. Find us. You'll be glad you did. Hey, we're back. We back. So I want to talk about the spice trade because I don't, did you, did you, did you all cover the spice trade in uh, history in school, Keila? Do you remember? Go back to your history book. No. Uh, Well, but I know about that from culinary school. Oh, well, I remember it from my history book because the spice trade came from what country? How did it start? I don't remember. You know, <laughs> came from Italy. That's not something that I originally... Italy started it in... Trust me, they were trading spices the way we trade gold back then in the day. Okay. Yes, they were. Uh, I mean, spices was their gold. So Spices still are gold. They are, but it's not, unfortunately, because um, pharmaceutical drugs have taken over, uh, spices took a back seat. And um, so we're going to talk about them today because... We're going to um, talk about the fake fake spices, too. You know, that's a real thing. You know, they're fake spices. Mm-hmm. And uh, just like they're fake people. But anyway, uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about how you need to buy them. And we're going to tell you what not to buy, who to buy, when to buy, etc. when they're in season. And we're going to do a countdown. And I started to start at number 10, but I started with number one. Uh, the number one spice. And it's so interesting because it became the number one spice just over the last few years. I don't know where it was before then. I don't know if we didn't know about it, but all of a sudden, every it's everywhere. We knew about it. I knew, well, I knew about it. You heard about it. You use it in certain kind of um, culturally uh, um, flavored dishes, but it wasn't like how it is now. You didn't and, know what it did. Though. What did it do? No, we know? didn't know what it did. Well, shoot, we knew that it turned everything yellow, yellow? orange, <laughs> <laughs> and stained every single thing that it touched. I mean, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we're talking about turmeric. Yeah, but some you know people, people say turmeric. Some people say turmeric, turmeric. However, <laughs> you want to say it. You know what we're talking about. Right. I say right. turmeric. I do too. And you know, uh, the India in the India culture, they've always been using it. So this is not nothing new to them. We're late to the party. Yeah, we relate to the party. But one of the main things they learned about turmeric is it is it will help reduce inflammation in your body. And we all know inflammation is the number one cause of all diseases. In fact, Keila, I think we have this as number one ingredient in our anti-inflammation tea. As well as our immunity tea. And our immunity tea. Mm-hmm. Turmeric is so powerful. And now that there's so much research on it, you can find research everywhere on it. Uh, they actually are now saying that it can alleviate a half of chronic diseases out there. And there are over 853 diseases. Wow. Yeah, turmeric is powerful and and really... Uh, when you start talking about, especially like turmeric and the other spices and herbs that we'll talk about, the key, and I don't know if you even said this yet, uh, Andretta, but one of the things is you want to find quality of these spices and herbs. And I think turmeric deserves to 
um, be spent a little bit more money on to get the quality, to get the benefits. Because you don't want to take something and take so much of it until it starts to work because you have to take so much. A little bit will go a long way if the quality of that herb or that spice is there. So don't be afraid to spend a little money on turmeric because the benefits outweigh the extra coin. So are you telling people not to buy McCormick turmeric? Is that what you're saying? We shouldn't be be buying anything from McCormick spices. I repeat, stop buying the little red and beige spices. They're not going to like you very much. So so I've seen turmeric in different forms. I've seen it whole. uh, Mm -hmm. And I've seen it now. I've seen it with the powder form. And it's cheap. Turmeric is pretty cheap. You can find a whole lot of it for like a dollar or two. And is that the one you're saying don't buy? What's the difference, Keela? Well, what I'm, so here's the deal. Everything has a shelf life. Everything has a quality life. Everything has its high level, mid-level, and base level of quality, right? Turmeric can be cheap, sure. But when we start talking about like turmeric for like healing properties and things of that nature. There's turmeric that has like, um, I'm going to butcher this, but it has the pepper, the technical name for pepper. Uh, black pepper? Just say there's black a, pepper. I, yes, but I forget the name that they call it. But turmeric with black pepper because black pepper helps deliver turmeric's properties faster and more efficiently into the bloodstream, into the body. So when you start adding those things like that, you're going to have to spend a little bit more money. But when you're talking about cooking with turmeric, just buy the buy the whole turmeric if you see it. It's good to cook with. Or just buy like the, the, the $5 bag of turmeric. That's fine. But when we start talking about pills and things of that nature, spend, good, spend some money. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, and I like to use, I like to make mine into golden milk. That's my favorite way to make it. I take turmeric and make a golden golden milk concoction out of it, and trust me, it tastes. I mean, it's not. It really don't have a taste. I don't know how to say how turmeric really tastes. Turmeric doesn't have a taste. I feel yeah, like. it's not really a taste. But like it does, but it is very, very, very mild and very low. I feel like you would have to put a crap ton of turmeric in something for it to taste like turmeric. Like there are certain India dish, uh, Indian dishes that um, turmeric is like the main, if not the only ingredient. And then you can actually start to taste it. But other than that, it kind of takes on the flavor profile of whatever you give it. Exactly. Because I like to put mine in a vinaigrette and make mine on salad. So that's how I use my turmeric. But I try to take turmeric every day. That's how important it is. That's why it's our number one spice. All right. Number two which is a personal favorite of mine, ginger. Ginger is a commonly uh, used spice in Indian and Chinese cooking. Um, I think that a lot of people recognize ginger when you get sick. Um, the first thing a lot of people think about is ginger, but ginger, ginger doesn't ale? have to be just <laughs> ginger ale. Is that, is that yes. ginger ale? <laughs> yes. You know how we do, y'all. Get that ginger ale when your stomach hurt, and then that's supposed to be the uh, cure. But right, <laughs> um, ginger is is uh, um, a widely used. Uh, is it a spice or is it an herb? So ginger is a spice, okay. and 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 it's a plant. It grows like two feet high, and it has like those little flowers on the yellow edges. Um, it's 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 medicinal for sure, you know, but you have to be careful with ginger because it don't take a lot of ginger. 
You know, it don't take much. It doesn't. Uh, to give you what you need. But it is such a powerful spice. Um, they did a placebo test in 2014 where they enrolled uh, some type 2 diabetic patients. They gave them 1,600 milligrams of ginger or they got a placebo for 12 weeks. So those who received the ginger showed improved insulin sensitivity and improved some fractions of their health, whereas the ones who did not receive it, it did not, uh, who got the placebo rather, uh, it just didn't work for them. I mean, they, their, their health declined. So it's pretty powerful. I mean, um, in reducing I love ginger. Your, it, it reduces your blood sugar, reverses your diabetic uh, profile. Um, uh, Soothes the stomach, helps with digestion. Did we say that? I love the fact that it helps with digestion because, you know, I think the key to all our health is the gut. So, but it reduces the inflammatory, you know, response in your body. Uh, it's antioxidant. I mean, you can't beat that. And uh, it help. Go ahead. If you if you find yourself like, well, I don't even know how to, to start using ginger. Like, let's say ginger is just not a, a spice that is common that you use. I would simply say, go ahead and get yourself some ginger tea and start that way. Um, ginger tea is so soothing to not only your, your gut, but it's also soothing to your um, your vocal cords. It's also um, just a very warming and relaxing tea. So maybe get ginger tea, combine it with chamomile, um, put a little bit of lemon or lime in it. I like more acidic uh, tea. So, I mean, to your discretion, just don't put any sugar. Um, and and just start that way because ginger tea is wonderful. Okay. And also, I want to tell you this. Um, it's good for nausea. If you are mm -hmm. vomiting and nauseated, it's great for that. So, you know, I mean, <laughs> if you feel like you're going to have uh, any type of post-operative surgery is anti-inflammatory, is anti-arthritic. I mean, ginger, what I don't know, ginger is just a wonder board. If you, you need to have it in your kitchen cupboard. I'm going to call it cupboard. You want to call it pantry? Cupboard. Okay, all right, whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's how I see ginger. But I love ginger. I even have it added to my juices. Whenever I get a juice, I tell them to throw in some ginger. Cook yeah. with it too. Listen, ginger sticky wings. I have a recipe for uh -uh, like this ginger teriyaki sticky ginger sticky wings. Oh yeah. Listen, 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 listen. Make you want to slap everybody that. around you. It's that sounds oriental. Sweet and tangy, mm -hmm. and it's so good. You mean Asian? Asian. And it's so Sorry. good. It's so good. So. All right, get good. Ginger, All right, so much for ginger. And we have uh, three more spices. So let's get the room real fast, so we won't be here all day. The cinnamon. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I love me some cinnamon. Cinnamon. Yes. Love cinnamon. Yeah. And who knew that it did so many things? <laughs> no one knew. No one knew. We didn't know. One of the cinnamon biggest things forever. it does, do you know it, it can help you with the weight loss? Yes, I knew that. Yeah. I actually, when I'm fasting, I throw a little cinnamon in my, uh, in my water and it helps... Uh, Help me, it immediately cuts my appetite. So I can see how it can help with weight loss. Uh, it also reduces the insulin resistance in a lot of people who these polycystic ovary syndrome, that POS. If you got POS, you need to be taking cinnamon, okay? It reduces high blood pressure. And there's so many ways to use cinnamon in your kitchen. I can think about, oh my God, I can think of so many ways. Uh, you can just take some lemon water and, and a cinnamon stick and put it in a mason jar and just use it from time to time. 
add it to your tea, add it to your coffee. Uh, I think you most could people, sprinkle it over food. Most people uh, use cinnamon for cinnamon buns. I had to say that real low. Cinnamon buns. Uh, I mean, no. yeah, sweet. <laughs> you, you, you associate cinnamon with dessert and, and it doesn't have to be just dessert-based spice. It can be used in so many different ways. Um, and cinnamon is another one that takes on whatever kind of flavor profile that you give it, but it will always have that distinct cinnamon taste and it doesn't take a lot. So if you are just starting out with trying to use cinnamon or incorporate cinnamon outside of like desserts, like cinnamon buns and Please, um, no cinnamon ice cream buns. and stuff like that, just um, <laughs> there is cinnamon tea. Um, you can sprinkle it over like your food or just like a dash, just a little bit, or even just take cinnamon pills. By the way, cinnamon form. looks like a bark, a twig, and you, there are different forms of it too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there are different about, two, I think it's two or three different types of uh, cinnamon. So, you know, you don't know these things until you start jumping out there and saying, oh, okay, let me go buy some cinnamon. Then they go, oh, let's make these choices. But there are different kinds. Uh, I'm not going to bore you with the different types. Let's go to number four. Number four, fresh onions. Now, Lord, if you don't have I, an onion in your kitchen. <laughs> listen, well, Andrea, you would be extremely surprised. Some people really don't like onions. I have I know never run to anyone I have. With, that doesn't like an onion. Yeah, like it's, some people really hate onions. Now, I find those people to be weird, but... That's too um, bad. So I, sad. Listen, onions are every. <laughs> Thing. I mean, Everything. onions can change the flavor of a dish in a heartbeat. It's the base of most. First of all, in French cuisine, which has a lot of its roots in American cuisine and vice versa, the base of most dishes is onions, carrot, and celery. Uh, we call that a mirepoix. Onions have always been a traditional starter. Say that, a lot of time. Say, say that word one more time because I see it in Trader Joe's and I just don't say oh, it. I see that. Oh, excuse me. Okay. <laughs> it's, your, it's your base. It's your culinary base of carrots, celery, and onions. Um, you can start soups and stews with that. You can start um, uh, uh, baking dishes with that, uh, meat dishes, vegetable dishes. Like it does it, that's just the basis because it's flavor. So if you don't like onions, I, I don't really know what to say because <laughs> <laughs> onion is very distinct. But what does the onion do that makes it so good for you, Andretta? So it's an antioxidant, anti-inflammatory, anti-cancer, and pro-heart powerhouse. And it comes in different colors and types. I don't know how many onion, onion oh types God. out there. You got but... your spring onion, your scallion, your yellow onion, your red onion. Green onion, green, although scallions, green onions, and spring onions are the same thing, depending on where you are in the in the world. You know, I like to use leeks. You really know leeks. I'm a leek girl. I love leeks. Yeah, but one of the things they do is they kill the cancer stem cell. That's important. Onions can kill the cancer stem cells. They support your heart health. They fight oxidative stress. An onion extract gel, you guys, can be useful for wound healing. How about that? Mm-hmm. How about that? I, so I had uh, someone extreme in my life one day tell me if I had the nerves to just take an onion and bite into it and take a chunk and just eat it. Because onions are so powerful that it literally, by eating it raw, right, it literally starts to peel off the plaque 
that's built up around our heart arteries. I believe it. I now, believe it. you have to be a strong sum of a gun to just eat <laughs> bite raw onion, 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 bite into it like it's an apple. <laughs> it's not for the faint of heart. You will start to cry. You might gag. It's going to burn. It's going to do all those things. However, if you, you are that... Ex- Hell, no. Oh, no. Okay. All right. This no, is ma'am. A, this is a PG uh, uh, show. Okay. Excuse me. No, I no, I I don't have the I don't have the cojones to do that. However, if you do, you'll be helping your heart immediate. I'm talking about it's an immediate infection. It's not one of those things that takes forever. No, once you do it, <laughs> I guess you could probably feel the plaque coming off of your heart. Oh so, my god! Just putting that out there if you want to be extreme. Yeah, and okay, if you're diabetic too, it'll lower your blood sugar. So you know, you guys keep eating. You know, black folks love onions, so you know we're gonna have us some onions. I, I mean, yeah. you, you ain't got to worry about us but but no because the people that i know that don't like onions are indeed black folks okay that's the same person that don't like chicken 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 all right okay moving on uh to the fifth oh the number fifth one and this is onion's cousin garlic is it onion's cousin oh they cousins okay okay but now you know garlic is an interesting one because i didn't know that there was fake garlic out there. Did you? I did. And I found that out through some certain people who are um, Dr. Sabi says type people. They follow Dr. Sabi to the, uh, to the fake team. Garlic. He was the one that put everybody on to there being possible fake garlic. So what does fake garlic look like? Who knows? <laughs> you know what though? Now that I think about it, I think I've come across some fake garlic in my life. Because... Um, it doesn't have a taste or a smell. It just looks like garlic. Exactly. And that's and that's it right there. Because if you can't smell it, it's not garlic. That's yeah. my thing. Because um, uh, garlic, the real fresh garlic, can do so many things. I'm talking about it's good for strep throat. It can relieve your viruses, reduces hypertension, lower your cholesterol, improve your heart health, anti-inflammatory. It'll heal an open wound just like his cousin Onion. Can you imagine putting garlic and onion together? Woo, baby. <laughs> and it helps with digestion. Uh, I mean, garlic can do fresh garlic now. Uh, but now let me tell you about this, what I read too. You know how we go to the store and we buy, you see the garlic in the little jars and already peeled, uh, already peeled and all of that. Mm -hmm. They they said it's not giving you any of the benefits. No, I don't believe in buying jar. I I, I do. What I believe in is, you know how sometimes you'll go to, uh, I think Trader Joe's does. I know for a fact, Whole Foods, they'll have fresh garlic that's already already peeled. peeled. I'll I'll get with that if I can smell it and it looks like it might be the real deal, Holyfield. So how do you cut garlic? Because that's, that's the other uh, controversy. Because people say that you do it the wrong way, you're not getting the benefits. Let me tell you something. I don't I don't care about what those people say. Because if it's fresh garlic, if it's the real garlic, it doesn't matter how you cut it. The key to garlic, though, is that when you're cooking with garlic, you don't want to cook with garlic first in any of your dishes. That's exactly... Let me tell you what I did. It burned to the it crisp. It will burn. The first time it I cooked burn. with it, I didn't know. It will burn, yes. It should be you the last thing a, you put it, in. It should be somewhere in the middle between uh, the middle of your cooking process or the last thing, correct? Because anytime, anytime you leave with garlic first, garlic has a high burn, excuse me, a low 
burn point where it will, it don't take much. It will burn. Once garlic has burned, your dish is ruined. It will taste like burnt garlic. Yep. Tell me don't about it. Don't do it. Fresh garlic should only be, it should only hit that heat just to get those flavor, the flavor noise and the, and the properties to get those things kind of loose and the oils extracted. Other than that, it should never be burnt down or caramelized. Oh, caramelized onions are good. Um, garlic is good, but it shouldn't be burnt. Uh, and don't pick the uh, ones with the little green sprouts coming out of it. Uh, if you see green sprouts coming out, your <laughs> garlic is over with. It's done. Yeah, it's done. It doesn't mean that it's fresh or that it's growing. <laughs> it's, new, it's gone. Buzz. That means you know, that it's overripe. You know how sometimes you keep it in your, you keep it so long, yeah. and you look down there and you say, "Oh, it's I got green on." Let me guilty, open guilty it up anyway. That. But uh, <laughs> it's no good. So what they say is, you need to give it a light squeeze. Uh, pick the bulb up and make sure to, you know, give it a light squeeze to make sure none of the outside clothes are too soft or dry. It should feel very firm and not hollow or dehydrated. That's how you can tell whether you're getting a good uh, garlic bulb. Y'all, just pick up the garlic and smell it. Literally, just <laughs> put it to your nose and smell it. That's that's how they used to do it back in the day. When it came to produce, we should get back to that. I know COVID is a thing. Don't put your nose directly on the garlic, but if you can smell it while you're picking it up, it's fresh and get it. And I don't think you're supposed to refrigerate garlic either. A lot of people you know, do. No, right. you're not. Okay. If it doesn't, here's the thing, guys. If it doesn't come in the refrigerator when you get it, you don't have to put it in the refrigerator. Say it louder for the people in the back. That's the key right there. I can't. And now I am the queen of this too. I will throw everything in the kitchen sink in my refrigerator. Just we because think that's how we grew up. Is gonna yes, keep it. that's the mentality. But let me tell you something. If you see it like out on the produce racks and it's got no type of water coming down and it's in the open air, that means it can sit on your counter. If it has the fresh sprinkles coming down, that means it needs to stay moist, which means that you might want to put it in a little bit of water and put it in your refrigerator. But just pay attention to how you get your things because that's how you store it. Little tip. Okay. On that note, that's the last spice for today. Next week, we're going to introduce five more herbs and spices and one is going to surprise you. So you guys need to come back and make sure you see us next week because you know we drop a new episode every Thursday. So, that, so we will cover five more spices. It'll be part two of um, this particular episode. See All you right. next week. See you guys later. Bye. Thank you for listening to Well Honestly, the podcast. If you want to know more about us and our products, check us out over on our website at brownwomenwellness.com. And remember, ladies, we are not doctors and any information shared by us is not medical advice. Always follow your doctor's advice. And don't forget to rate and review our podcast and let us know what you loved about this week's episode. And please subscribe to wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Feel free to email us and let us know what you would like to hear more of from us. Don't be afraid to say hi. We'll say hi right back to you. Don't forget to find us across all social platforms at Brown Women Wellness. As always, show notes with the links to what we talked about today in this week's episode will be in the description box below. Thanks for listening.